0: That's a tremendous looking truth. Welcome to Planet Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceania. My name's Dylan Blight. Joining me, Ashley Hobley.
1: Hey Dylan, excited to be here. Another quiet week of barely any news. You know, no. December, just the quiet time of year. They don't tell us anything. Just want us to buy all the games right before Christmas. No news, right? You're crazy. This week we've got the final <laughs>
0: state of play. Oh, we've got stuff to talk what? about. This, this week's show may go over half an hour. Don't want to curse myself just yet, but it's a possibility. <laughs> Anything's possible. Um, so, trophy cabinet this week. Bronze trophy, PlayStation Awards results, silver trophy, Persona 5 Royale cheese gets a release date, gold trophy, and Molecule chucking up their own awards, and yeah, platinum. Last day to play for 2019. They announced it, what day did they announce it? Sunday or something. Sad It was over the weekend.
1: It was. It was in advance. Yeah, It was in odd.
0: advance, which was great. So then it was like, oh, we can actually delay the show, and all this sort of stuff. Because
1: spoilers: the show was
0: delayed. Spo- yeah, spoilers: the show was delayed. Because um, I guarantee, usually the schedule would be like, we record Monday at around eleven PM, twelve AM. That Monday, Five Tuesday time. after we finish recording. Yeah. They announce it's going to come like that Thursday or Friday or something, yeah. So we've got a heads up to something. And then but... all,
1: everyone in Tasmania hears,
0: "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah, pre- pretty much. It annoys me every time because I'm like, "For fuck's sake!" Um, and I. Th-
1: so it, this is just proof that we're getting more powerful. They're trying to get us on onside. It's possible.
0: M- my only, my other thing is that with these states of plays is because they're still somewhat new, and I'm like not fully certain of how um big the news is going to be out of them consistently it's always like if yeah. they're late i'm like is it going to be big enough that it's like worth delaying, or is it like is that like a bonus episode type thing because i feel like with nintendo Drax, you i don't know every time they do one i'd feel like yeah, if we, are pretty stacked was, yeah i feel like <laughs> if it was doing the nintendo show it would just have would be like have more faith you know what i mean whereas they stay, the plays are still working out what the hell they're doing and not sure how it's all done. Yep. Um, but before we dive into all the announcements and discuss everything that was shown and blah 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 piece piece by piece here and state of play, it was twenty minutes again, which is what I think the last one was. I thought it was really good. I thought it was paced well. I liked everything they shown. Um,
1: I liked it. Did you like it or? Yeah, I thought it was a good, solid direct. Um, maybe the best one they've done so far. I think it was just yeah, like you said, it was paced well. Opens. Good news that people will like. I liked how they did the Resident Evil reveal. Like it was mm. kind of a misdirect. Um, I loved that. Uh, yeah, they yeah. ended ended strong. I uh, I know it is bad, but I like fast forwarded through the twenty uh, five year speech. Oh <laughs> my PlayStation! God. <sighs> Just it was early in the morning. I was getting ready for work. I needed to, you know, get to the the, the end. Some of us were up yeah. at
0: one a.m. and we couldn't fast forward the twenty-five years.
1: <laughs> did you want to?
0: No, it was fine because I was writing a new story at the same time. So <laughs> <laughs> just did it on, the, yeah. did it on the side. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, all right, so yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was good. Um, obviously, the big thing was Resident Evil, which we'll get to, and the, 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 the that's the thing. It's, it's, it's like these directs are sandwiches. You got the, you got, you got, you got the big piece. That everyone's going to be interested in, it's going to make everyone happy, and then you're, you're supposed to. And that's what Nintendo does well. They surround their big, like, hurrah thing with
1: the big piece of steak.
0: Yeah, they surround their big piece of steak with like lots, lots of flavors that people wouldn't necessarily try unless they were introduced to them via the big piece of steak. You know.
1: Don't know if the sandwich now is Now
0: working. I'm committed to it. Um all right, so yeah, so the first thing is it I open with the reveal that I mean a lot of us knew about this because the trophies actually went up like a week ago. But Untitled Goose Game comes to PlayStation on December seventeenth. Um the game has a platinum and everything, and that's what the trophies leak for, so it's looking good. Trailer was great. I like the way that the director starts and you know, there's all these items in the lake and the camera just like comes up and there there he is. Little little shit. Just chucking shit in, piece by
1: piece. Turn turn them know, off. For some reason, when I was watching it, I'm listening to the music. Like, are they have they've reworked Creep by Radiohead. Wow, <laughs> like that would be appropriate. <laughs> <sighs> wow. <laughs> do you? Reckon
0: you uh, give it any interest in playing this on PlayStation, or you're like, yeah,
1: yeah. I've still got it on Switch, so yeah. I mean, there's no rush. What What do the trophies look like? Uh. The hardest thing would be the
0: time trial y things. So, like, beat each uh, section before the bell rings or whatever the time trial stuff is. That would be the hardest. But again, and then everything else is like, oh, like, trip the kid over in a puddle and all this sort of it's
1: shit. It's like, like, get the checklist. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like all this sort of stuff. All of it would be very easy if you're, if someone makes a YouTube video that you literally just. How to do it. Yeah follow through repeat yeah, yeah repeat that would make the platinum very easy yeah either way it's cool because obviously if you if you don't have a switch you know, or, or, or a p- PC. pc um no nah, nah one forgets it. the pc man i do because nintendo is All the these- one who marketed like was so this one yeah, we talk about a lot where when it comes to and i think this is also important going to the next generation it was important this generation especially for sony with their whole like yeah we don't have this exclusive, but if we show, if we're the ones showing you all the Destiny Control. trailers yeah. and whatever else, people will start thinking that yeah. like
1: Destiny is. It's a, it's a PlayStation game. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's a PlayStation game. So everyone else, I think that Untitled Goose Games is I a mean, fucking attending. All
1: game. it tells me is that PC is irrelevant because nobody remembered that it's on the Goose Games on it. so...
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want to play it on PC. It was better on Switch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next thing they show. The PlayStation. Well, yeah. That's true. I'm sure it's the best on PlayStation. There's 4K graphics. Come at me.
1: 4K goose. That's what we need. 4K
0: goose. Uh, next thing they showed off was a battle royale game called Spellbreak. Um, it looks like an anime. It's, it's got this cell shaded art style and stuff happening. Uh, and then in the game, what I, well, actually, I can kind of say what it's like. So it's got a beta coming. They announced that the game's going to have a beta coming early 2020 for ps4 i head over to their website it says hey we're currently in closed beta on pc i'm like well i want in on that so i emailed them, got a code and i jumped into the the beta and played a little bit today no one's playing the fucking thing so and i'm pretty sure they (laughs) only just started the beta so i don't know how much i can judge like the play base and also the game looks very early like like this is one of those betas where i'm like I booted up and I'm like, this shit's going to not only change next week, but also like, I'll look at this a month or Now, an it Yeah, it's like, that's how early everything looks. But like the core concept and stuff, I got to try out And like gameplay stuff and whatever else. But it's like heaps of random shit for a battle royale where it's like, there's way too many items thrown around. They like kind of stick out too much. They're not hidden very well. You know, it's like this sort of stuff. But from a basic premise... It's unique for a battle royale in the sense that um, it's RPG-ish. So at the start, before you go into a match, you pick like a class and these sorts of things. And that's how you come in as. Then when you get into the world, you basically have, you can have two different powers at a time. uh, Two gauntlets, as they call them. So one, you can have like a fire gauntlet and then they'll launch out like fire abilities. And then you can pick up an ice gauntlet, fire ice abilities, obviously a poison gauntlet poison shit, lightning, blah, blah, blah. I think there's like a, there's like four, I think like common ones or something like that, or four five. And then like three that only start opening up as the match continues and become like rare ones to pick up, like stronger ability gauntlets. And you can switch them out between your two hands and whatever and assign them wherever you want and whatever you want to do. And then you pick up other things like boots and your tip, your armor, shit and, you know, whatever else. And then you also yeah. can pick up runes and runes give you special abilities that have like cooldowns, like, you can find one that lets you dash one that lets you turn invisible one that lets you rewind time so you could like run forward shoot someone and then you can basically like oh, okay yeah. you can activate it run forward into a like room where you may die running quickly like not that's a gun uh fire spells off and then like <laughs> after five <laughs> seconds it would like shoot, uh bring you back outside of that and you'd you'd yeah. suddenly disappear. So it's uh, standard all this. It all looks cool. All the animations and stuff look pretty cool so far. Like and the art style definitely helps helps that because it is that like cell shaded thing. And um and I you know I can't say if the PS4 version will look exactly the same, obviously, but the PC version yeah uh, look fine. But yeah, I haven't I haven't got a chance to play like a, a an actual like I jumped into the games and they kept being like a couple people and like it doesn't seem to be like automatically finding the best server. Like I'm constantly, I was like having to click like America server, Oceanic server and be like, is there anyone playing on these fucking servers? And like click wrong, but none of them were like really working for me. But overall I'm, I'll try a week from now maybe and be like, is yeah. the player base better from better now? But uh, what do you, what do you think of the trailer for this one from what they showed? Though? I mean,
1: it looks pretty. I mean, I mean, we we so oversaturated with battle royals that it's mm. hard to have something stand out. But yeah, obviously the animation style stands out, so there will be a differentiator. Do you imagine it'll be free to play or will it be a box? I believe it's it's free to play. Free to play. Okay. Yeah. But well, that makes have, it easier have um. For everybody.
0: They have that whole like yeah. founders pack thing. going, you know. Yeah. Like, get your bonuses yeah. and that's the thing. That all those sorts of things that they always do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The but it's like considering how. I wouldn't say rough, but, like, uh, early the PC beta seems at the moment. It does make me wonder, like, how much difference... Like, if I if I take a snapshot of what it was like me testing on PC today, and then when the PS4 beta comes out early 2020, I'd love to just be able to go, like, wow, you guys have no idea. Like, <laughs> just see how different it looks, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next thing they announced was that Media Molecule put together this really cool trailer for Dreams... Uh, showing off all these creations over the the period of early access. And they revealed that the game is going to get its full release on Valentine's Day 2020, February 14th, 2020. And in the full release, they also revealed it's going to have the Arts Dream, which is basically their single-player campaign. That's, like, what the name of it is. So it's going to have, like, a bunch of different missions and stuff that Media Molecules made, like, some sort of story thing, I think, to drag it through, it sounds like. Uh, they talked about like characters and stuff like that. But it seems like they're purposely going to like show you heaps yeah, of different genres see, and
1: all sorts of stuff. Did see characters I'd seen in other trailers before, like the Pink Bear and stuff. So Yeah. I think they've got attached to so, yeah.
0: some of them there. But the, I, I think the, the coolest thing about this is full, full release is exciting. Like we've had the early access thing, obviously, for ages. And we were doing the running segment on the show for quite some time. Um, the early access was cool. But I'm hoping full release means like they'll come with like a big update to a lot of like the curation stuff, which has kind of been our biggest, I feel like, problem. Yeah, you know, like it's just hard to find good stuff sometimes. So I'm hopefully, I'm hoping, you know, like when it launches, they'll do a big overhaul for a, for a lot of things possibly, and then yeah. we'll also hopefully get the VR stuff. That would be nice, obviously. I want to yeah. want to check that out. Um, when it fully releases, be able to play through that single player quote-unquote single-player campaign thing would also be quite good, obviously. Yeah, yeah, okay. and I really, really like the trailer. I thought the trailer was really cool.
1: I hope they've put together a playlist of the games in that trailer because I want to check out some of those. That'd be a good idea.
0: But it's also like someone could just do that themselves, I guess, if you're clever enough. Yeah, somebody do that, please. Yeah. The problem is, like, the playlist, they kept, like... And we talked about it once when we was doing it on here, but it's like there was a website you could go to and you could create playlists. And I, I at one stage was like, cool, we'll start making playlists of all the game we, we suggest. But even then it was just really hard and convoluted to make work. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. Yeah. It's, it's like there's one of the things I hope is is fixed. Either way, it's really cool that's finally getting a full release about a yep. year after I Tell you what
1: they said it was going to come. Valentine's Day next year. You go see Sonic the Hedgehog and then you go play Dreams.
0: What I um, that's every, you can that's, play all the
1: Sonic Sonic inspired levels in Dreams. That's true. There's, There's a lot. Really. <laughs> but, the,
0: the, I mean, <laughs> jump into all the Mario inspired ones after that if you want. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next thing they showed was a trailer for uh, Superliminal, which is a game that came out on uh, the Epic Game Store last month. Actually, I remember checking out trailers for it then and being like this game looks cool but and i was nearly at the time gonna try and review it but then i was like i don't know if i could be bothered (laughs) like time wise at the moment to
1: take this on but yeah Yeah, so i think i feel like it was shown during one of the kind of funny showcases so was it i can never remember what's in those fucking things because i I definitely remember seeing that like obviously the gimmick of the thing is that you change perspective or like Uh, yeah things yeah So it's basically like like a puzzler.
0: Walk up to a picture of Eiffel Tower, put your hand out, grab the Eiffel Tower, pull it out. It breaks open the roof of the building. Like I'm not saying if that I don't know if that actually happens, but like you know all sorts of weird things. You know, walk up to a uh, uh, table, grab the chess piece. Yeah. Walk around. Suddenly it's a giant chess piece. Uh, You know all sorts of those sorts of tricks. It's basically a puzzle game. Every time I saw the trailer, it reminded me of um. Even though I haven't played it, damn! That, it was supposed to come to PS4 this year, but it got delayed till next year. Um, well, you're walking through that building, and there's always a guy giving you a voiceover and whatever. I'm, I'm Stanley sure Stanley Parable. That's it, Stanley Parable. It always reminded me of that sort of thing. You know, I guess it's because it's like in a museum or something like that, or it looks yeah. like isn't it? It's, it's, it's in like a museum. walker. Yeah, Walker Puzzle. It's up? a walking simulator. Walking puzzle later <laughs> thing. Walker puzzle later. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, be keen to play that one. Unless it yeah. goes on sale on PC earlier, and I'm like, money is a concept. Um, PSVR got a one game announced during this whole thing. One game announced, uh, but I one that I thought was quite cool. So, uh, Paper Beast, not Beast, as I literally nearly called it every single time I've wrote about so far. Um, so it's being directed by I mean, Eric Chai? Chai, Chai, Chai. I don't actually know how to pronounce his name Chahi. properly. I'm yeah. very sorry. Um. Who is known for his work on Another World? Which do you know that game? Another World. It's like there's really famous, you know, like side scroller, like weird. Space yeah, thing. I've
1: seen it on sale constantly. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it holds every up. Every time, every time there's is. like a big sale, it's normally in there. So,
0: I don't think it holds up, but it's it's respected for its at the time. It's yeah. time. Um, and then he, another game that he did I really liked was From Dust. Did you ever see that or play that? It Was on PS3, so
1: probably not.
0: Okay, yeah, it was like this uh, game where you played as like, it's like some tribes of people on islands or whatever, and it like they have like the ability to control elements, and it was like a, it was like a puzzle game, I guess, like you could like warp the border. and that's
1: ringing more of a bell. Yeah,
0: from from DOS, it was it was a really cool concept, and it was, it was fun to play. It was actually a, a weird game that uh, me and my best friend at the time we got addicted to for like weeks, and we will just sit there and murder people in it for whatever reason. Um. Cool. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it was because like uh it's engine away the way it worked it was just like really cool to watch like you know kind of like when you a good sim game you know when everything just goes to shit and this volcano explodes and you're like slowly watching the games like just i don't know it was fun i don't
1: know if it'd be as probably exciting not the best these days, but volcanoes
0: no yeah 2011 uh so in i'll i'll read what the the PS blog posts when he explained <laughs> what this game is about because watching the trailer, it's like there's some paper cool. beasts and th- the fuck is going origami the game? the game origami the game that that was um heavy right uh, so he says on the thing it says the game leads you to discover f- Fana. Fauna. fauna oh sorry fauna yeah reading wrong, fauna and flora are made from origami paper, folded, metal, coral some elements seem familiar, such as water and sand, while others are more surreal such as the creatures, as you go through the game, you solve puzzles and obstacles, discovering a lot of surprises, the creatures help you, help the player progress through their journey, intuitively? yeah, without a word, since the game's narrative is non-verbal, some days I really struggle reading between these two fucking models, but it's fine um yeah, so it's I don't really understand like i guess you put the headset on and like you're using like both joysticks i i guess or like it seems like you have full player movement like it's not like an on rails type thing i guess and then you're stopping at certain points to do puzzles and whatever else the thing i the thing i pointed out in our news story i put up on explosion.com for it is that I found it interesting. Like, the whole the whole trailer is, like, on sand, right? This sand planet or whatever. And then at the end of the trailer, the origami beasts uh, go up to this tree or whatever and they pick a fruit off it and then they bite into it and they turn into, like, balloons or, like, hanglard type things. And then all of a sudden, the beasts start floating off into the sky. And that's, like, the way the trailer ends with, like, sort of cliffhanger. So in my mind, I was like, okay, so I guess, like, in the game at that point... Like, if this is the start of the game, at that point, are we then... Doing the same, and like we're then about to go float off into space. so to to me, it teased that the game isn't going to be some like alien planet the entire time and it could actually go in like completely different areas and you know which would be fun in VR obviously if it takes you all different mm. environments, space, sky, I don't know, lots of crazy nonsense. Uh, either way, I think it looks really weird, uh, but unique. And I would very much play it because of both of those reasons. Uh, what do you think of it?
1: Yeah, it's got obviously got a very distinctive art style. Um, it, yeah, it looks like some sort of weird puzzle game. So, I mean, fits with VR, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's always hard to say how these games are going to work from just a video. You get, yeah. uh, 99% of VR games I feel like you need to play to <laughs> judge, unfortunately, but...
0: The other good thing about I the mean, art style so is <laughs> when you have art style like that, that's like super unique, it's going to look... It, there's a lot higher chance it looks really good in VR than something that's trying to look uh, realistic. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So how's but that this, fr- from? from this trailer, you're like, yeah, they could probably do that just in... There's probably going to be a non-VR version.
0: But Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the big difference between um like this and be like well they could probably make a non-vr version and like when we was talking about on arcade couch and half-life alex is that those controllers yeah. are way more unique in the way they design the game whereas yeah. it's like the ps move controllers aren't unique <laughs> enough for them to be like you could probably just port that to non-vr <laughs> like you're just pointing mm. them at fucking things like <laughs> do you i don't know maybe yeah. we'll see maybe it is really unique feels like yeah don't know uh next thing they shown was something that leaked like a week ago uh, just appeared online as things <laughs> things do sometimes and then quickly was getting taken down by Royal by Scranix, which was the Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC. Mind. Remind. Yeah. Remember? Remind. I I remind. Want to, I want to remind you. Yeah, R-E-Mind. Remind. It's actually Remind. They're just this don't fucking Kingdom Hearts titles. Um so that's coming out January twenty-third. Uh, the trailer, I really liked. I think it's really cool. It basically teases that... So, it's it's set after Kingdom Hearts 3, at the end of that game, and but you, you're you going to be playing through events from before the end of the game, basically from different people's point of views, because in the game, it's like Sora is off in fucking... So, it's
1: after the game, yeah. but it's bef- during the game.
0: Yeah, it's very confusing. Sora's off in you know Limbo Land at the End of Kingdom Kingdom Hearts 3 he's lost Riku and everyone's looking for him which is the way the trailer starts with Riku looking for Sora and he's talking to Kingdom uh for Final Fantasy characters like Squall and uh, Yuffie and um
1: Arith,
0: Arith are there which everyone was ha-
1: is good because so all compl- the characters that weren't in Kingdom Hearts Everyone
0: 3. was complaining there was no Final Fantasy characters no Square Enix uh original characters like Final Fantasy characters in the ga- the game and yep. there wasn't which is really weird considering I like I'm also hoping there's a story reason. Pivotal. Yeah, it's like they're always in the Kingdom Hearts game, so that was quite odd. There was only Disney characters. You know what the, the real reason is yeah. licensing. <laughs> I mean There's I not
1: be- gonna be any Disney Worlds in this game. So now they can put all the Square Enix stuff in.
0: Maybe. I mean I wouldn't call it impossible at this stage, to be honest. But yeah, so it starts with that. It's like Rico is talking and like we can't find Sora, blah 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 blah. Then we get this whole thing of Sora's in Limbo Lumbo Land lost. He's trying to find his way home, I guess. Um, and then he's seeing those like glass plates of all the different, uh, guardians of light of which, you know, it's like, um, Aqua, Kyrie, Roxas, you know, whoever, all the guardians of light, Mickey, yeah. fucking everyone. Um, everyone that's at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, spoilers. Uh, and then he's diving into each one and it seems like you'll dive into each one and it's going to like rewind back to like something during like the end part of Kingdom Hearts 3 and you're going to play it from their point of view or maybe even earlier, I, d- I really don't know but either way you're going to dive into these characters and then you're going to play as them it seems so you dive in Aqua, you'll do a segment as Aqua, you dive into Kyrie, finally get to play as Kyrie because of course I think she was completely fucked over in the the base game, you know, like it's like we're finally gonna get Kairi's finally gonna get kick some ass, give her a keyblade, and then they let her do sweet f- fuck all in that time. And then spoilers, lot. yeah, she's the only one, <sighs> so annoying, but yes, finally, i be able to play as her, so that's cool. Um, and then the end of the trailer, uh, gives you a tease for. Oh, it's been so long since I've had to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. I can't remember the character's name. But it's the the character that showed up in the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts 3. Who's like sitting on top of the rooftop. And he's like saying all this stuff. And watching Riku in the town. And he basically looks like uh, the character from Final Fantasy 15. That sort of thing. Anyway, so th- that character from that secret ending which we saw. He's at the end and he's walking towards Roxas, um, Sora and they're repeating the same things to one another. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, it's some. It's Kingdom Hearts. It's got it's a, a stupid title. It's got a really convoluted plot that we're, we're struggling to keep up with. And um, I'm going to play it. So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to play it? Because it's, it's not cheap. I
1: mean... It's like $45, no, it's $45 I mean, DLC. No, that's not bad. Depends I mean, on the length. Yes. Yeah, and it's a Kingdom Hearts game, so you've got to assume the length is going to be decent. Maybe. I don't
0: know. Well, because the DLC comes with, so they've got, like, the, the remined section of story or whatever. That's, like, one part of it. And then they're also, like, oh, we're adding... um They're basically... the yeah, thing we talked about this now. Spoiler thing, I don't remember. But for all the other games, I'll do these... Final mixes and shit, they'll re-release the game with more secret bosses and all this sort of shit. So they're adding that Mm. in this DLC as well. So they're adding all members of Organization Thirteen are getting new boss forms that are harder and they're adding a secret level and a secret boss and all this sort of stuff that you'd usually get in your final mix, re-release, Yeah, which people would pay a hundred bucks for back in the day, plus the remine DLC thing or whatever. Uh, the reason people on the internet from – let's think. I'm, I'm not, like, tapped into the Kingdom Hearts fan base. I don't scroll forums and all this sort of stuff because I, I can't keep up with it these days. I just stick to my own. and It's too hard. Enjoy, I can't. I, I can't handle that plus Star Wars. Um, that plus, it's too it's too weeby. Um, they just enjoy it on my own terms, you know. But scrolling through Twitter, the general consensus by a lot of people, mega fans or whatever – it seems to be they're upset because they thought that the original game was quote unquote unfinished, and then they try they're like, or well now they're trying to charge us for DLC to finish the game. I mean, I didn't feel like Kingdom Hearts three was unfinished. I feel like it was no. weirdly paced, I and mean, I think we talked about that obviously because it was like very story heavy at the end, and it was weirdly paced that way. But I'm like, it took me fucking well long enough to finish that thing. I didn't feel like stuff was cut. This feels like an epilogue. No story i guess like to tease potentially kingdom hearts 4 i don't know but yeah
1: it doesn't feel like it's Uh, i guess we won't know until we actually play it unfortunately that's true that's a good point
0: uh oh the other thing is that they have oh what the fuck i can't remember the price point i've got this new story real quick
1: so it's 44.95 for the base dlc and then there's a 59.95 version that includes the kingdom hearts orchestra world of trace concept video yeah which,
0: my thing with that is, I don't know who the fuck's going to buy that because as much as I'd like to watch that, Kingdom I Heart would love Weeds. to watch that, all right? I would love to watch that. Do I want to pay that yeah. much money for something I can only watch- You want to pay 15 bucks more? Yeah, but like, I'd i, I pay $20 for that concert on like a Blu-ray, you know what I mean? Uh,
1: okay.
0: Do I want to pay $15, 20 and then like have to boot up the game and watch it in some weird thing like that, you know what I mean? Like Player, yeah. It's not the same, it's just not the same, so- no. It's weird, but whatever. Um, next thing they showed was Predator Hunting Grounds. This game looks cooler and cooler every time I see it, and I'm fucking all aboard the hype train of this at this stage, I feel. So in this trailer, they revealed that they are adding a female predator to the game who's oh. going to have a... You know, I know, bloody SJW. Wait, word.
1: is there a female predator in Predator Lore?
0: I don't not, I mean, there might be that I don't know of, but like off the top of my head, as a mediocre Predator fan who just watches the movie but is no hardcore fan, um, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe there wasn't Predators. Okay, so expect and I can't the internet remember.
1: to blow up about this.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There might have been Predators. I don't remember. I feel like if there's any movie that added a female one, it might have been Predators, because that was the one that um Robert Rodriguez did, and it was like set on their actual planet or whatever. That movie is underrated, by the way, as a side note, and it was way better than the last movie. <laughs> Predator movie that came out, and Danny Trejo's in it, so that makes it ten times better. And spoilers, he dies. <laughs> Fucking Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Who should go watch that movie. I want to watch that movie. Now that I'm talking about it. I want to watch that movie. what a good movie. So yeah, uh, female Predator uh, going to have an exclusive weapon, the Yetucha y- 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 bow. Yatucha bow, which you see her using the the trailer. Uh, basically shoots that people and it will pin them to walls and all sorts of stuff which is which is pretty cool and then the trailer also shows off a bunch of predators of weapons you know normal laser beams and all all this sort of thing my favorite part was the um the disc that we're seeing them use in the movies which they can like they can control basically using their computer system or whatever in their arm um, wrists and they can like control where it goes or wherever and it seems like in the game when you can shoot it out you'll be able to control it and then you'll be able to like Potentially line up several kills And like glide it Through several people So that looked really cool Um, And then they also announced Some pre-order bonuses for the game Which I'm like This looks cool But I don't want to pre-order the game So the The first pre-order bonus Was the 1987 Iconic Predator Which of course is the The first film one And then they've also got The old painless minigun Which is from the original film as well Iconic moment with the minigun That everyone should know Who's watched the movie You have not watched the
1: movie have you watched any? That's, uh, no. no. But that's like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right?
0: Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's no way you've watched it. Get Predator. to the chopper. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they're doing a digital deluxe edition that has like a comic book and some other skins and some XXP and whatever else. Uh, the base game's full price in Australia, though, is going to be fifty-four ninety-five, which I'll say, that's good for this sort of game, you know? Fifty four ninety five. I can't complain about that how much did we pay for that's like the same around the same price that Friday was at same. launch, right I think I think so yeah I'm yeah. fine like if th- if this was like 7080 dollars you know I think that that's pushing it I'm sure a lot of people would rather it be like cheaper but at the same time I'm like yeah, fifty-five. That's good. Digital Deluxe Edition is 84.95 though, if you want to go fucking hardcore, which I will not be. But uh yeah, what do you think of the trial and everything we saw for this? Are you keen? Or are you like, nah, too much blood gore. <laughs> okay. Can't no, it looks it. good.
1: I mean it, it feels it looks similarish to obviously Friday thirteenth, but I guess a bit more balanced and a bit more action y for the uh the soldier side, so. I'd be keen to check it out if we if we're gonna do a couple of nights or something. Oh, I'm playing it. Yeah, yeah I'm so. fucking sold. It Lock looks it great.
0: In. Looks great, and it's a, I liked Friday, and I feel like it's like Friday was like understanding how to make that type of game, and now they've got like more money.
1: <laughs> Friday, you got to remember, Friday the Thirteenth was a Kickstarter game.
0: Yeah, and now they've got a studio. So their budget
1: them. was was mm-hmm. limited. Now this is like. Got Warner Brothers behind it with PlayStation as well. So,
0: yeah. Fox Searchlight, shouldn't it be? I don't know how it works. I thought they were the one doing the thing, but. Maybe it's just Fox. Brothers? I can't remember.
1: Who owns I Predator? Thought,
0: <laughs> I thought Fox did. I'm looking for like a symbol on this. Maybe it is Fox. I was like looking for a little symbol at the end of the trailer here. I'm like, can I? No. Can I not see one? No? Okay, cool. No, I can't see one. Whatever. We'll yeah, never it's
1: 20th Century. It is 20th Century Fox. I think it's So, you know, it's a Disney game.
0: Yeah, there you go. The, um, Predator is a Disney princess. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Fuck. I missed a really good pun for the news headline <laughs> <What> was <laughs> the, what, Predator Hunting Grounds and then Disney Princess. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll change it. We'll change it. <laughs> uh next thing they showed was first gameplay for Babylon's Falls. This game was announced. Um I believe, and I should double check this actually. I believe it was announced at <sighs> PlayStation E3, the last one they did, that was really nothing, I think.
1: No, I think it was in that terrible Square Enix one that we woke That's up at it. like two o'clock that in the is morning. It.
0: That is it. It was the same one with the Quiet Man. It was right after Quiet Man.
1: Yep yeah that's it and then we told us absolutely nothing yeah
0: they didn't show anything they didn't show any gameplay they showed like a a, a concept art or something like that and they said babylon's fall platinum games square enix big (laughs) side and then (laughs) just before that they showed quiet man with like that one minute teaser and being like be excited (laughs) that's that's it it was like like, now we'll yeah.
1: show you all the trailers we put at every other conference. Yeah, and then
0: we'll show you Kingdom Hearts and Knock, Knock Path and whatever the fuck else we've seen a million times before. Um, so, yeah, it's like th- this has been a long time coming. As soon as it showed up, I was like, oh, good, because, you know, like Platinum Games and whatever. It's like, cool, I'm excited. Yeah. I'd like to see what the game is. But as soon as I saw the name, I was like, oh, don't be just the fucking concept con- con- art again or something like that. But no, they, they actually showed gameplay this time. Um, mm. I thought, it like, obviously it looks like Platinum because it looks very fast-paced action game or whatever it it, yeah the trailer's gameplay focused it didn't explain the story didn't explain like the setup didn't explain what the fuck was going on nothing like that but also it looked like astral chain to me solely because of this one moment at the end of the trailer where the dude's sword like seems to be like glow like it's its own sort of being and then the sword like goes flying up into the air and then like all these chains literally come out of the dude's back and grab the sword and then pull it back towards him or something like that and like Fucking hell. It
1: <laughs> yeah. It feels like Astral Chain without the other mech or whatever. It it's was. like
0: Astral Chain without the anime shit. Really? <laughs> I mean I haven't played the game. <laughs> I did want to play the game. It fucking didn't happen, but um it I mean it's hard not to be like sword chains, platinum games,
1: Astral Chain.
0: Tra- <laughs> and I'm like, did they announce so. this first
1: <laughs> Yeah, they announced this first. I feel like they did, yeah.
0: But it's been obviously they would have worked they would have been working on Astral Chain at the same time, I guess, but they did announce this first, I believe, yeah. So weird. Uh either yeah. way, I like the gameplay. Did you like the look of the gameplay?
1: I mean it looks fine. It looks like a platinum games game. Yeah. The thing I enjoy about this is, you know, it's this is probably gonna come out before Bayonetta three. Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> no, no talking about Bayonetta three. You're gonna you're gonna curse me before we get we get to the game awards at later in the week. Shush, no a 3 talk.
1: I mean, it sounds like you got one shoe in, so.
0: Yeah, I, that was my happy, yeah, I'll, I'll bring that up in a second, actually. But uh, <laughs> Also, I, I started with one negative point. So Resident Evil 3 was the next thing that, that um, got announced. Well, it was weird. So we should go over the whole story. And this is the reason, because I played this when I was a kid. I don't remember it. It doesn't stand out, but I, I have played yep. it. Much like I've played bits and pieces of two at a friend's place when I was younger. And I just don't remember anything of it but I'm still really scared to play the remake. I'd be less scared to play this one. Cause in my mind, this one's more of an action game than, but they could change it. Obviously they could make it. I don't know. But in my mind, this one was always yeah. more of an action game. And this is where they started heading towards an action game. But, um, when, when they did the whole slide, showy part or whatever? And it comes across, it's like project resistance. I'm like, Oh, here we go. And at the time I was thinking, all right, so they're going to show the resistance, uh, Resident Evil Project Resistance thing or whatever. The thing we've known about for some time, (laughs) that's the 4v1 multiplayer co-op thing or whatever. We've known about this. I'm like, okay, they're going to show this and then they'll probably announce Resident Evil 3 remake because, you know, leaks and rumors and whatever else. We're assuming it's coming up here. Yeah they did a, like a cool swing on the head. And that's why I really loved the way it worked. Cause it's like had the poster said, project resistance starts the trailer." I'm like watching it, watching it for, and it's like 20, 20 seconds to 30 seconds
1: in or whatever. I'm like, this doesn't seem like, this seems like a single player thing. Well, they said it's the campaign that con- they said it was the campaign of that game.
0: Yeah. But it, like, yeah. It's like it was
1: the just- way they said it like to, to again, get you off.
0: Get you off guard. I think I missed that part. Because yeah. I was just like... I yeah. was like... Oh, okay. Multiplayer. Like uh, fucking Project fucking Resistance. Yeah. The fucking co-op thing. Whatever, bro. Yeah, and I'm watching a trailer. And it's also like... Why is everything in first person? This is really weird or whatever. And then, of course, he gets to the point in, later in a trailer where it comes out and the uh, the character that we learn is Jill's like made her way out of this burning house. And then the camera like pans around and you hear someone like... Eh. I See, even though it's like a not huge Resident Evil fan, I'm still like... Massive fans... I just appreciate how. Well, I know that massive Resident Evil fans would be loving moments like this because it's like the camera comes out, camera's like behind her, and then you hear someone like say something, something Jill, and then you see like her turn around, like face the camera. I that shit's great, like for for, for fans. I, I love mean, it. it
1: echoes the uh the Resident Evil Two trailer. The Leon, where part. Leon shows up. Yeah,
0: it's up. like hey Leon, and then yeah. Leon turns around. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was great. I was like, holy oh shit. Like, they've just done a fucking, they've done a sneaky in here and you, we thought it was watching something else. Then, we were, then we we're watching this yeah. and the rest of the trailer is great. Thought it was really good. Looks great. And then, of course, the thing that ties it all together, I think, is at the end, after thinking it was going to watch the fucking co-op pr- uh, project Res- Re- Resistance thing, is they announced that Resident Evil Resistance, the 4v1 multiplayer co-op thing or whatever that we've known about for some time is actually going to be a multiplayer game that's included. In the package of this. And it all comes together nicely at the end. I thought that is. That's good. I was like this is good shit. I'm not like over my moon. Because I'm not like a massive fan of this game. But I'm like oh, I like the way they revealed this. I like the trailer. I like the way it all came together as package.
1: I'd be interested to find out if this was the plan all along.
0: Well. So. Uh, Imra, uh, Imra Khan on. Kind of funny today. Ex uh, game performer ex-game informer yep. person right so someone who actually knows some shit over there <laughs> yeah um he said that uh according to his sources uh, or people he knows close to capcom or whatever apparently the reason this game is coming out so close to two and i'll choose to believe this because i think it makes a lot of sense is that originally they were working to have both games released as a package resident evil 2 and 3 remake here you go both games Go for gold. And Sell that, that's,
1: it for a million dollars. Everyone will buy it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think from the outset, the projects, the the scope of how both these games ended up getting bigger and bigger wasn't how they set out to make them. You know, they were like, let's remake the yep. games. I think when they, it sounds like when they started making the games, they just kept like. Bigger project, bigger pro- and then bigger. every game just became bigger and bigger to the point that it's like, well, this thing's fucking huge now. This thing's huge now. Um, we we're can't not gr- financially, yeah, it's like, not gonna make, yeah. not
1: gonna make our money back.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're like, we wouldn't be able to finish them both or whatever. So it's like they, I think it's, it makes sense that at some point they just were like, okay, well, everyone just jump on ship to Ra2 for now, finish that up. They put that out as this product, and then everyone went back over to finish what was happening over at Three. Sure. And I think that makes sense like it fits the narrative because yes. I, I don't think there's literally any possible way of then if they had like the worst labor laws and situations happening in the world, which is not the story I want to come out of this at all, that they could make this happen <laughs> in the period of time since two that
1: they have. Yeah.
0: It's just literally impossible. And I also, I also do not believe that they would have greenlit this ahead of two's release, you know? Unless they were building them as one package from the outset,
1: you know. No, that makes that makes one hundred percent sense. Yeah, I think that fits. Especially, it seems obviously, it looks like there's a clear tie in between the two games. Based knowing very little about the game, but based on the
0: yeah, they um,
1: opening of this trailer, which rewinds through the events of two, as far as I can tell.
0: Uh, uh, Resident Evil two and three they they take place at, at the, the same, same time, time right? but then three eventually goes past it. But like yeah. it starts just before last longer yeah free last longer but it overlaps somewhat. Yep. so they, they do the same events just from different characters points of views and these sorts of things so yeah yep.
1: um, real love the trailer really great um i yeah i was more saying i'd be interested to see whether resistance was always planned to be added on to something or they saw the response to resistance and they're like we're probably not going to get the number of players in to make people interested in it, so we'll just chuck it in.
0: It could be with, yeah, it could be many factors, I guess. Like for all we know, a lot of these It could
1: still be a standalone game. Yeah. They could sell separate I, if I, they wanted to.
0: That's what I believe, actually. Solely based upon the wording. Or of,
1: a free free to play game, I guess.
0: I mean possibly. Yeah, but there might be people who love that and want to play that, but don't want this. So maybe they'll sell it separately for 30 bucks. And they were like, well, fuck it. S- see, because the wording they used is it would be included in this package. Not like, hey, it has yeah. a multiplayer it was mode. It's like
1: unlocked or something. Yeah, yeah. It, the,
0: the way they word it makes it sound like, hey, here's a bonus. You've got this other game yes. that's included in it. So it, it definitely does sound like they'll probably sell that separately. And I think it's smart to include it in this because of the whole yeah. player base. It might be just package. a pre-order
1: thing. Maybe. I don't know.
0: I don't think... No, because I didn't say pre-order. I think it it might just come in it no matter what. Okay. Or maybe, like, it'll always be in the physical edition, but one day they'll just, like... Yeah, digital version doesn't come with it anymore. separate. Yeah. Gets the fuck out of there. You know, these sorts of things. Uh, We'll see. Either way, it's kind of around the corner. April, whatever date it is. I've already forgot. 3rd? April 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally a month after last Literally
1: between... (laughs) Last of Us and Cyberpunk. Oh, the big game. So, But this will be shorter, is the thing. Will it though? Yeah, yeah probably. It's a remake.
0: <laughs> even two, even t- if you know what you're doing, you can f- get through it in like well under eight hours. So, uh,
1: I feel like, yeah, that's That's a, not a great spot for it.
0: I, I think for the time it is. Is my only thing. Last of Us is going to be like 20, 30 hours probably. Cyberpunk is going to be 260 hours and you've got an eight-hour game i feel like
1: (laughs) hmm, i get the feeling it's not going to sell very well it's just but it will sell well over the year like it's not going to have great first day numbers but yeah
0: yeah. uh, resident evil did really well at the start of year because there's nothing nothing else else else. out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah people are like i don't care about the fucking game but i'm gonna buy it because i'm literally bored and i want something to play <laughs> like
1: yeah people are done. They're like
0: i don't give a fuck about kingdom hearts give me something here they're like well, do you want resident evil 2 they're like no but oh, fuck all right like, okay <laughs> it's better than that kingdom Hearts. no shit. but okay fuck you, mickey mouse <laughs> yeah i don't want to play damn <laughs> can't even understand the plot at least i can understand the plot in this game somewhat another one. uh yeah so resident evil that was great and then Uh, After that is the thing we talked... uh, Ken Kutaragi did a two-minute look back, speak about the thing, which... I have no big attachment to him because he is PS1, PS2 era, I guess. That sort of like chain. And that is well before I started either A, doing this, B, writing about games and doing my own YouTube stuff, and C... Well, before I gave any fucks outside of put the game in my console and just let me play it. Like he, he's from when I was a kid, yeah. you know what I mean? So <laughs> he's, I, yeah. I have no, it was cool. Though. I mean, like it's, it's, it's nice. I'm sure cool. 25 years. it uh, would have been better if he was at the start though. That's I, I think that
1: was a shocking. They didn't announce some sort of collector's edition or something. Of him. <laughs> no, like something. So I get this special limited edition. Jewel Shock Four
0: with Ken Kudaragi's face on it.
1: <laughs> well, well, signed edition, signed edition of Ken Kudaragi in the style in in PlayStation One gray. I don't know how well that would do, but yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and here was what we thought was going to end it on, but of course they then did one last thing, and they played a teaser trailer for Ghost of Tsushima, and it went for like a minute, and it shows these shogun, I guess, like walking down a road. And then yep. down the end is our figurative ghost, quote unquote ghost, I guess. And he's like, he looks way different to last time we saw him. This time he has like way different armor on. He has like a full yeah. helmet thing on. He looks way more fucked well, up. Well, we've I guess. seen
1: that version of him before. I feel like this is probably later in the game to what we saw in the E3 demo. Yeah, that stuff looked
0: early. That's like he just left his village in the E3 demo, I feel it's like. It's like shit hasn't gone down yet. No. And then uh, he drops like a smoke bomb or whatever, and then like cuts away and says, "See the full trailer at the Game Awards." So you're gonna get the full trailer at Game Awards, which is great for me because one of my predictions on RK Couch last week, when we did our Game Awards predictions, was that Ghost of Tsushima would make uh, its presence at the Game Awards. So as much as I was like, "Cool, Ghost of Tsushima," my first thought was literally points. Like,
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> point. One point closer to K- Kieran playing battle, battle, battle. <laughs>
0: And I started at a fucking negative too because I'm, I don't want to spend too long on here because I, I didn't put it down and talk about it in the show. but it's the other show. But literally, we do our predictions and then they announce the Outlast game like the next day, literally 12 hours later. I mean, I was so upset. I told you. I was so upset and annoyed that I didn't even bother like tagging you or any, like Kieran or like putting in our, our Slack or anything. I was just like, I don't want to talk about this shit. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't even, I didn't even see the announcement, so I didn't see it until I read your <sighs> predictions article, so, like, cool.
0: It's probably because I follow- I mean, like,
1: I told you on air I it wasn't going to be a Game Awards game, but, you know, fucking, you live and learn. I fucking could have waited two weeks. Some people just can't accept. on what was right.
0: It was like, one of my other predictions was going to be that they announced Kingdom Hearts DLC, remember I had that as an honourable mention? Yeah. Like, I didn't put that one down. It's fucking hell. Would feel bad if I was like, I would feel terrible if all my predictions were things that happen just in the two weeks.
1: Oh, I've never seen nobody in the has had their predictions happen early. Mm. Freaking Kingdom Hearts orchestra!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta watch, gotta watch out for the orchestra. Gotta watch out. That's where all the shit happens. Um. All right. So. I mean, that's, that's it for the state of play. But we have some other news stories I want to go over us. Um, who knows what could happen? More news? Yeah, more news. This Let's is crazy. Dive into a couple things here. So, f- firstly, I want to get in those Media Molecule Awards that are happening. I thought this was a cool thing that we're doing. So, Media Molecule yeah. uh, Dreams is having an awards for their creators uh, in the game and blah uh, blah 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 they've got creator of the year dream of the year best visuals best narrative best sculpture best song best animation best gameplay best curator best character best sound design best voice acting funniest creation the all odd oh it's so cute most improved dreamer hidden gem creator hidden gem dream the wish i had thought of that award community star most helpful dreamer favorite streamer so lots of <laughs> Awards to go for you there, and I think this is really cool. I think obviously if they do the same thing next year, it'll possibly be bigger if more people start buying into the 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 game yeah. upon full release or whatever. But it's like for for everyone that's been in there, like week after week of this early access period over the last year, like have their own like sort of like community awards for creation in the game and these sorts of things and get recognised and like I like I like yeah. how they've not just had like. A couple and being like, oh, best dream, best game, this blah blah blah. They're like best song, best animation, best character, best you know, sculptor, best like they're they're spreading out like the different tools and ways that you can yeah. be
1: a player. I, you know I also like that it's not all computer uh community awards. It's not the community deciding. Like it's all of themselves deciding who's the best, who who are the top ones. But there's also some community awards that uh, people can get involved in so
0: well that's cool it makes sense because from from what we gather they (laughs) sitting around and working on dreams they spend a lot of time just playing playing games dreams because it's like how they're able to improve upon things and see what everyone's building and whatever else so it's like that's i mean that's they put the game in early access they have to play other people's stuff i guess to do it and whatever They, they would constantly stream on their twitch channel like we're playing some games, yeah. and I'll go through and just play and whatever else. So, I feel like if you make, I feel like if you make a game like Dreams, then yeah, like your payoff for working on it is to play uh, the games that people make through your game. So, uh, yeah, that's really cool. The winners are all going to be the Impies. Sorry, that's the proper name. The Impies, yeah. of course, because the Imp is what you control your cursor in the game. Um, they're going to be announced yeah. on January twenty sixth, and uh, nominees are currently open for the categories if we're to jump on over to and molecules website and drop some shit there
1: next thing also yeah. very smart ahead of the full release because now you've got a whole bunch of award-winning games for people to explore as soon as they jump into the game day one
0: yeah it's like, so what, like this what, is the best of, of the
1: content that was made well make that a playlist in early access <laughs> the MP or- I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah.
0: Impy 2019 award winners. Here's the playlist. Play all the award-winning games. Well, apart from the, like, Best Sculptor. You can't really play that. That's more of just a thing you put I on mean, your Twitter profile, I think. Just showcase, yeah. 2019 Impy winner for Best Sculptor in Dreams, yeah. Um... Press Start Rides. Atlas has announced that Persona 5 Royale, which is, will release on PlayStation 4 on March 31st, 2020. The game will release with a launch edition as well as a Phantom Thieves edition. Both of these editions will include a dynamic PS4 theme as well as the original Persona 5 DLC. The Phantom Thieves edition will retail for $149.95 Australian, including official Joker mask with stand, collector's box, art book, soundtrack, limited edition steelbook case, and a dynamic PS4 Theme. So, long story short, this entire news story reads: March thirty first, April from April first, I can start trying to play Persona again.
1: <laughs> again, not the greatest point in time to release. No, but it's not. I. Uh, it's a, uh, you know, uh, not exactly the same target audience. Who is the audience
0: though? Is it the people that have already played it primarily?
1: No, it's people who've been told they need to play it. This is the primary audience. But all the
0: people who are like, yeah, I'll play it. A bit. Like, but, Yeah,
1: I feel like everybody who's played the base game will play it again.
0: Yeah, I'm like, no. anyone who hasn't... I really don't feel like anyone who hasn't played Persona at this stage is going to play it on that date. Because they're going to be playing either Final Fantasy still or hanging around for Side Park or Last of Us or whatever the fuck. I don't know, like... Yeah, it's a crowded point, mm. but... But it's like, yeah. when is a not a crowded point? And if you wait too long until the end of the year, then it's next-gen territory and you're, then you're fucked. You're never going to play it. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, cool collector's edition, though. I, I, I was honestly really tempted yeah. to try and grab one
1: because I'm like, well, fuck it. I got- I'm got. i still tempted. There's none left to e they've, they've pulled the pre-orders. <laughs> I imagine they so would have I'm gone quite fast, but- Other sources.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: other sources.
0: I was like, that mask sounds cool.
1: <laughs> other oh, online retailers, but yeah.
0: I've still got my Morgana um, thing. I, I could have had the, my Morgana from the collector's edition for the first one that I didn't finish and then got the collector's edition for the Royale edition and not finished that either. Just made a running joke, I guess. I don't know. I'm more a fan of the game's art than the game itself. You know.
1: Yeah, it's a cool still book. Yeah, it's a
0: cool still It is the a cool still book. going to
1: look really good.
0: I could have two still books.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, Persona. Uh, next up... <laughs> So we got the the winners last week. Of course, we talked about the uh, PlayStation Awards uh, show that was going to be live streamed. Uh, PlayStationLifestyle.net has wrote up the winners here. So, those, and, and obviously bits and pieces. It says, every year Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan uh, Asia holds a little award show for the games that have reached sales milestones in Asia. This year was no different. And as with every year, it's a good time to give us a chance to see what games are doing well in that region. This year's five games were walked away with the platinum prize, which requires one million sales. While another nine games got the gold prize for 500,000 sales. No surprises here. The following five games won the Platinum Prize, God of War, Kingdom Hearts 3, Marvel Spider-Man, Nier Automata, Tomnata, Tomnata, how do you say it? Automata? Automata. Automata, right. Red Dead Redemption 2. Now I'll put an asterisk on that. I'm surprised Red Dead Redemption 2 has sold million, million copies in Asian territories.
1: They love their um, their westerns over there. You know, they're like, wow, this is really like a samurai game. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah
0: that's a pull um <laughs> it could <can> then continue <laughs> as, as an interesting note all five of these games scored a nine uh, blah 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 oh the nine pro, pro nine golden prize winners are what was, what was gold again oh 500,000 right.
1: 500,000
0: Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown what? Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Devil May Cry 5 FIFA 19 FIFA 20 Monster Hunter World Iceborne Pre-Evolution World Soccer 2019 Resident Evil 2 Sekiro Shadows Die Twice I don't think any of those really surprised no surprises me. No. in addition to these awards to go to those PlayStation 25th anniversary several games were given special awards for their place in PlayStation history eight games received the PlayStation 25th anniversary special award whatever that means Battle Arena to Tashiden Dynasty Warriors 3 Final Fantasy 7 Metal Gear Solid Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, Resident Evil, Ridge Racer, and Yakuza. There were other categories as Mm. well, with games like Hollow Knight being part of the Indie Games and Game Developer Award, and Astro Bot Rescue Mission as part of the PlayStation VR Award. Blah, 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 blah. So, they're
1: your big takeaways. So, they streamed this. Mm -hmm. Was there anything worth watching in it? Do you know? No. Uh, I mean... (laughs) There was a live band.
0: Yeah, I had it on in the background, and it was kind of like, I guess, it was good background, just material because photo you know yeah. photo there's stuff happening people were walking up and down stage and there's music and then there was trailers and not new stuff but like trailers for the nominees and whatever it was it was a decent and, yeah. background thing and <laughs> that was happening but yeah no. Three,
1: yeah it was freaking out.
0: <sighs> yeah i let not finish it i, I do I, I
1: don't think I it. So they could have made a bunch of announcements. should
0: <laughs> no, because I would have assumed someone would have told me or some new story. No, no one no. watched the last ten minutes. Apparently, no one, literally, no one's watched the last ten <laughs> minutes. Who knows what happened in the last ten minutes? Um, what was up to here? Uh, next one, Marvel's Avengers. Right, so Marvel's Avengers is getting a prequel tie no- novel in March. Right, Jewel Shockers. I thought this was funny after our whole. Talk about books every week on this fucking channel. Mm. Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics plan on releasing Marvel's Avengers next spring, and in typical Marvel fashion, multimedia movement is being made out of it. Today, Titan Books revealed to IGN that's collaborating with Marvel Entertainment, Square Enix, Crystal Dynamics, IOS Montreal, and author Greg K- Keyes Keys. to create tie-in books for Marvel's Avengers. The first of these, Marvel's Avengers The Extinction Key, is poised to arrive March 31st, 2020, less than two months before the games launched for marvel's avengers the extension key it seems that author greg keys will be flashing out a the pre-a-day world IGN gave a brief summary of the game revealing that quote the novel will follow the avengers and their allies as they bell an ancient organization called the zodiac the avengers team consisting of captain america iron man thor black widow and hulk their own forces with other heroes like dr strange dr voodoo and shield agents to stop zodiac from taming a weapon called the zodiac key while well, what is most interesting about this book is the number of characters it adds to the world of Marvel's Avengers, with the likes of Zodiac, Doctor Strange, and the brother Voodoo slated to appear, the likelihood of them appearing in Crystal Dynamics games becomes all the more likely. Gonna read this? Probably not. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> pump for this game.
1: Don't you want old law? Not really. No, <laughs> not it's really. Fine. I, I, I don't know how t- how vital this is gonna be. I don't, not very, I would imagine. Has there ever been a tie-in book that was important to a game? Inferno Squad. I guess. It made <laughs> my, it made <laughs> my
0: <laughs> Battlefront 2 experience good.
1: Better? Yeah. Good because <laughs> you actually cared about the characters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's come on. So, so if I need help caring about Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Thor, and Hulk... I'll read this book, but I feel like I like them enough already. So
0: They're different versions. You don't know that yet. <laughs> you don't know. Don't know that. I don't know. You don't know yet. I, 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 I like the fact that they think they've created such a already like this completely unique and amazing separate Marvel universe it's that they, they've got these books planned already. I'm like.
1: No. I'm surprised they're doing books.
0: Not comic books, yeah. Not comic books. Yeah. Books. Why would. I think it's because. There, there is actually a very high audience, uh, audience rate for like book tie-ins for stuff. Like you think about all those Assassin's yeah. Creed books and w- all these sorts Ooh, of things, so uh, all the Tom Clancy like division books and shit, whatever else that the they put out. There is a lot of video game tie-in books, and I, if you're not like if you're in and you love reading that shit, I'm sure you just know about everyone that comes out. But it's like one of those things that's like if you don't care and you're just like playing the games, then it's like they have what. You know, I, I didn't know this. These don't yeah. exist.
1: So maybe that's why. They just want they just want their property to be the next Star Wars where they can pump out a gazillion books every year. I can't be the next Star
0: Wars. Can't do. They you know all Star Wars fans hate Marvel these days after Disney brought them. So now it's like this inner squabble. I just remember I was sitting in the theater for The Force Awakens. Dude in front of me he writes movies. Was, they played the trailer for Civil War. Dude goes, fuck you, Captain America. We're here for Star Wars. Whoop. And everyone in the theater goes,
1: to so one person One person And I couldn't believe And then everybody wants Kevin Fire to take over Star Wars So um, I mean
0: <laughs> I couldn't believe it This one dude It was the most awkward thing Because he was right Right in front of me Whoop And then everyone's just like Crickets Because of course Everyone else in the theatre Is like We're watching that movie Next like month both. Dude Like it's out next month We're watching it You're literally the only person Here is not going to go Watch that movie <laughs> You're, you're, you're Band of um, You're on your own Yeah you're on, you're on your own Good luck with that one uh, See you later Uh Talking about. See you later. Sony said, See you later. MLB, the show, will be re- released on rival consoles. GameIndustry.biz <gasps> writes, Sony Interactive Entertainment, Major League Baseball have extended their licensing agreement to bring the sports series to non PlayStation consoles. The platform holders previously exclusive baseball series, MLB, the show, is actually developed by its in house San Diego studio, but a new agreement will see the game brought to, quote, additional console platforms beyond PlayStation platforms as early as 2021. Announcement Come to Apple. I mean, you can't say no. The announcement blockade. You can't say no. The announcement does not detail which new platforms will be involved, promising new details at a later date. But both Microsoft's Phil Spencer and Nintendo of America have shared the news via Twitter, suggesting MLB the show will be available on all three consoles in future. The news comes as Sony MLB and the Major League Baseball Players Association granted uh, agreed a multi-year. Agreed a multi-year. I think it should be agreed 2A. But multi-year extension to their partnership. It's not actually clear whether Sony will publish the game on rival consoles. In the case of the Microsoft-owned Minecraft, Sony and Nintendo act as publisher for the versions on their respective consoles. So it's likely a similar agreement would be made here. That said, Sony has already re- branched into publishing games on non-PlayStation platforms, releasing its first tiles on the Epic Games Store earlier this year. Uh, there was a weird reaction to this. Obviously, I don't think any of us here really care about... Um, MLB I think we've talked about it before and how it's like a rarity in Australia <laughs> but so it's a huge game yeah huge game for. well players. it was on
1: PS Plus this year so that's why we talked about that's it that's the
0: first time I've ever seen it in my life never see it in EB games because no one here plays baseball no but of course it's a big it's one of Sony's biggest properties for sure I'll say especially you know in America yeah. it's like one of their biggest IPs uh, franchises they hold as MLB show so yeah it was big news uh not really big news to me because as I just said the fucking game doesn't exist here But people were spitting it online. Well, there's like different reactions, of course. You know, there's one side who's like, cool. Other side's like, Sony. Soldier sold the devil. Yeah, that's the dumbest decision you have ever made.
1: How do we know it was a Sony decision and it wasn't an MLB, like, choice? They're like, hey, we know you make the best baseball games that have ever been made, but we want our games to be on every single platform.
0: Because... If MLB's like, we want our game on every platform, they're like, well, our fucking studio makes the game. Fuck with. It. Like, <laughs> there's no, they can't just like force them not to do it. So.
1: No, they could just take the. They could take their. They
0: could take the property, the, they could take license, the license somewhere else. And then yeah. someone else makes a shitty game and Sony teams up and makes a non officially licensed game and everyone buys that instead.
1: I don't think so. I think the license is a huge draw factor for. The San Diego game, yeah. yeah. I I obviously I feel that's why none of like none of the knockoff soccer games have ever been that well received. Pez has some licenses that is important. Like then once the 2K lost the license to the NFL, like they stopped making American football games. So, licenses are, like, vital to keeping these sort of games being produced.
0: There's also never been any competition at MLB, though.
1: So, if there was suddenly two... Not recently. If suddenly there was two games... There, I, surely there was an EA game, I I would imagine. They had a license, license everything for a while. I don't know. I've never... Yeah. I don't actually know. I no. don't know. I think it's good, obviously. Good for... This. Sony's any area, the game's going to get sold more places. Yeah.
0: So, I, this is one of those things that doesn't matter to me.
1: It's going to be on Apple Arcade, Google Play, and Stadia. And Epic Game Store.
0: Maybe. The, the, this is one of those where it's like... This is not one of those losing exclusive that matters thing. You know? No. It's
1: like, oh, no. You've lost the biggest It's not game. like if we, they lost uh, Uncharted. If they start yeah. making Uncharted on other platforms, you'd be like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Even if you look at, like... You look at Xbox and everything, they're not going to put Halo on PlayStation or Nintendo or whatever. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's like, there is a line I feel there. And it's like, I, I think recently we're just seeing that like when we go into the next generation, they, all the studios are kind of just learning to play a little bit nicer with each other for, for certain things. And it's working out better for consumers and gamers, obviously, but it's not, they're not going to just be like, yeah, Uncharted on everything, Halo and everything. Mario and everything. That ain't going to happen. Mm. Th- there was a line, I feel. So,
1: But no. Either way. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, MLB, the show on Switch would be good, I would imagine, for baseball fans. Yeah.
0: Boot it up. You know? Play a match. You can take your Switch to hour. the
1: baseball game. You know?
0: That's a trailer waiting to happen. Well, it's really. That's a trailer waiting to happen. <laughs> that is going to happen. <laughs> Not-
1: Shout out. I just teach you for a
0: home run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it like that because it's probably going to happen. Um, IGN writes: Final Fantasy VII remake cover says it's time PS4 exclusive until twenty twenty one. Shocking. Title literally says everything. Square has just updated the box art on its store page for the upcoming Final Fantasy VII remake, which now displays a message on the bottom right hand corner that reads "PlayStation exclusive, play first on PS4," followed by further message- messaging that clarifies it will be a timed exclusive until March third, twenty twenty one. That is the story.
1: Um, I was not shocked by this. I feel like... I feel like when it was announced, Adam boys came out and said, it's coming first to PlayStation, which implies it's not going to stay exclusive to PlayStation.
0: I feel like with all these games, Death Stranding included, the first, if we rewind time, the first time they mention them, they're very, like, specific with are wording. And then, like, in between, it gets all, like... Oh, what's going on? And then yeah. when it gets closer to the launch release date for any of them, they're like, eh. and <laughs> here's the facts of the matter, like here's what's happening. Now I've had some time. But yeah. t- 2021 is it's got a year of exclusivity. That literally killed like Tomb Raider for PlayStation. So <laughs> like you know, like history yeah. history shows a year as a year. I, I, I like
1: it's, it it yeah, everything moves forward, so <laughs> yeah,
0: like it'll it'll do the best ever, on PlayStation, that's where that's full stop. PlayStation gets to associate itself to the uninitiated who don't read the box arts or read IGN. They'll still think it's a PlayStation exclusive because PlayStation has their logo Mm. at the end of every trailer and every billboard and whatever else. And then 2021 rolls around, they'll put it on PC and Xbox, and it'll do decent on PC, and it'll do okay on Xbox. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? You'll be able to get that Xbox Collector's Edition, Paul James. <laughs> that
0: yeah. the, the other thing is that I guess <laughs> if you want to read into it more, the date could specify when we'll see the the game re released for PS Five.
1: <laughs> I guess. I mean, they could do that. Like the you know, it does say PlayStation exclusive. So
0: yeah, play, yeah, but it's like maybe they'll just keep it up. They'll release it for PS4 early next year. And then they'll do a PS5 re-release, uh, with everything else, with the PC and Xbox, at the same, Xbox Scarlet, Project Scarlet at the same time,
1: whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But of course, no, if that makes sense. I f- feel like that would make sense, right? Yeah. Cause it's, I feel like that's going to happen. Obviously, yeah. even though we've talked about how you can just pl- play your PS4 games and PS5, but obviously it's like, re- I
1: mean, if you're going to launch it again, you might as well yeah. launch it completely again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's like, there's your first PS5 release date. I'm on. You
1: know what you do? You go, guess what? At the end of this version, trailer for episode two. Title in. Do you reckon episode two's got this same exclusivity deal? Surely. (laughs) <laughs> it's so smart I, I, they're like hey <laughs> every episode we want a year exclusive no
0: I, I feel like if you i feel like the second you start implying that sony's got exclusives set up for the circle already then you're implying that they actually know how many episodes and games is going to be and they've like worked out this deal way ahead of time i don't think they know how many fucking games it's going to take to finish this thing it's going to take 20 games i don't know what's going on yeah
1: it's like three right. Three is a nice round number.
0: It ain't going to be three. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> you, the, the scope people fail to understand when it's like, when people online are like, this game is literally like small as pu- Like put it, put it this way. You know, like RPGs, like especially older ones, or even these days, you know, like mm. you start in like your village and then you do like the first couple of hours there and then eventually go out into the world map. This yeah. is that. That is that section on Final Fantasy yeah, 7. Yeah, but this
1: is going to be more streamlined.
0: Yeah, but in the base game, in the original game, all the towns and locations and shit you can finish on the world map. Yeah,
1: that's not going to happen. Fucking hell.
0: Every time this fucking game comes out, it's like the same. Like, <laughs> swear to God. All right. I'll do it for this week's episode. Yeah, you can. Follow me on Twitter at Vivaldoel, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. You can follow Ash on Twitter at AshleyLB, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-A-B-L-E-Y. You can follow the show on Twitter at Plat Podcast. You can help out the show by giving us a review, either on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, or alternatively, if you like the show, just tweet at any of those things and be like, cool. Yep, Final Fantasy, great. Great, Kingdom Hearts, great. Resident Evil 3, great. State of Play, great. Great time, everyone. Goose, goose, quack, quack. Um, Discord. Explosionetwork.com slash Discord. Send any questions for the Toe Show. Or my Toe. Uh, this is, of course, a product of the Explosion Network. You can find many more shows, articles, news, reviews there. network.com. And I'll do an extra plug and say so you, sh- you can also find Arcade Couch there. And you'll probably want to l- listen to this week's one because we will talk about Ghost of, K- sh- sh- uh, Ghost of Tsushima trailer on that because we'll be talking about the Game Awards on that. So... Toshima. anything else playstation related? I mean, we'll probably talk about it we'll probably re-talk about it here like with a little bit of a different spin on the angle as we usually do for that sort of thing but if you want like first reactions arcade couch this this saturday That's the one. this saturday go check that one out follow explosion network on twitter at explosion pod and until next week remember that every trophy counts quack quack goose goose quack 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 it's
1: honk honk honk, honk. fucking hell <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>